fantastic show today i do have to say the first episode kicked off great with bill bartholomew uh we want to thank him and of course my co-host steve welcome back again glad to be here for our second show Uh, absolutely and we have we have some some rhode island legends i i I truly believe that we are in the midst of so um, you, the fans out there, are going to enjoy this because we have Papa Angelo and Mark, Mark, what is it, Mark, Mark Rush. I get that mixed up because there's two Marks. <laughs> two Marks. I can't handle two Marks. I so, <laughs> so it's, it's Mark Rush, Mark, Mark Rush, Papa Angelo in the house. I am excited for this. Welcome to the show, guys. I've been looking Thank forward you for to having this. Oh, look, the, the, the extensiveness of the resume that you guys have is absolutely incredible. Incredible. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start, but we're going to be here. We're going to be talking about your careers. We're going to be talking about, you know, trying to, you know, put an end to hunger with the 1052 Hunger uh, Network. And Steve, why don't you tell us a little more about the Hunger Network? You know, we've been um, talking this talk and walking this walk for 34 years now. Um, I grew up watching all the great shows uh, dating back to the uh, George Harrison and Rabbi Shankar Bangladesh days, a concert for Bangladesh. And then all the way up through the years, um, Live Aid, Band Aid, We Are the World, um, all the great work by Harry Chapin and, and, and so many more. And even though I'm a dreamer, I knew realistically I'd probably never stage a concert of that magnitude or even productions of that magnitude. And really, why would I even bother trying? It's already been done and done so well. So I started thinking about what can I do? So we came up this, with this 152 Hunger Network concept, which is much more ongoing, much more of a grassroots network, where I ask folks to use their talents to take a minimum of one action in one week annually to help end hunger. So you literally become one of 52 others in your community, all working toward the same goal of helping to end hunger. It's a very simple campaign, no fees, no dues. It's all about taking action. Yeah. Angelo here. Papa Angelo has been a member of almost since the beginning. Um, we've done a lot of uh, gigs already. So many we're just talking about. We've already forgotten a couple of them. But uh, here we are today. Amazing how many connections, right? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So here we are today, though, bringing it all home, bringing it back around. And I want to thank Ron for making this possible because one of the really missing ingredients of our campaign. And one reason, quite frankly, a lot of people haven't heard about us is because we never have had a, a mass media to bring attention to it. Right. And uh, now Ron has made it capable that we can literally go viral. All these shows will be archived. They'll be on the web. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you share them, you share them again. And as we move, we'll pick up more listeners and, and more people to get involved with the cause. And anybody who wants to be involved, like I say, just simply you can use your talent to help make a difference. And you can contact me at uh, one of 52.net. Yeah, so we've been, we're going to be posting, you know, all of the information for not only the artists, so that way you can follow them, um, but also one of 52, the, the Rhode Island community food banks, and, you know, just all of that information will be on there. And anything we make, 
from the show goes towards that. So, and I know myself and Steve will make sure that happens. Um, you know, that we, we're part of this for a reason. And it's hard to, to, to look out in the public and you see, you know, these things that are just not being taken care of the right way. And we're trying to do that. So and we can do it with un every one of you out there. They're unacceptable. So yeah, no, so we yeah. will not accept them. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a very good cause. And anything that you donate, so if you donate bits, if you donate stars, you know, or stickers on YouTube, whatever you donate, it goes toward that 100%. goes towards it. So we don't get anything for doing this. We are just basically the vehicle driving the, the cause. So we started in Rhode Island. Uh, we have actually more than 52 weeks of the year accounted for in Rhode Island. Now that we've reached that plateau, we'll start breaking this out into the local communities and stock groups of 52 in each community. But we're also up and running in several states now. And eventually my goal, hopefully sometime in my lifetime, is to have groups of 52 started in each state in the United States. But getting back to the cause, and in Rhode Island, my go-to cause to donate to is the Rhode Island Community Food Bank. They are the main food organization in Rhode Island. But of course, they have many affiliates out there that you can choose to donate to directly. Now, I've set up a, a link here that Ron will have on the screen where you can Already donate up. directly to the uh, Rhode Island Community Food Bank. But as you're enjoying the music, as you're enjoying the show, if you feel so moved to donate, you can really donate to whichever cause, whichever hunger or poverty cause that's near and dear to your heart. If you have a local food pantry, your, your church. Uh, go ahead, donate directly to them because it's all good and it's all going where it needs to go to. But as like I say, I suggest the Rhode Island Community Food Bank, but it's open-ended. It's all third party. It all goes to the cause. And um, there's nothing coming in to us. It's all outgoing. That's right. And, you know, and, and feel free when you're watching these shows live, feel free to throw down some comments, you know, Whatever it may be, whether it's suggestions or, you know, just thanking the, the artists for being on the shows and, you know, whatever it may be, you can be part of the show by, by comments and be posted up there. So, so by all means, join in um, and share and share yeah, because please. getting the message out is important. So every time you share the show, it helps. It really does help. And like we mentioned last week, if you can't help by donations, time. That is just as important as we talked about that last week. Time is so important because there's not enough bodies out there to really help in every way possible. Just like unloading trucks. It's that simple. Yeah. So pick up the food, getting it to where it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, so look, I, I, I can't even contain it anymore. I gotta get you guys involved here. I need to know more about the history because you guys have been, you know, in Rhode Island for, for how long have you been in Rhode Island? How long were you born here? Yeah, yeah. You're from Johnston, right? Yeah, both. We're both from Johnston. That that was interesting. We learned that. You know, it's um, look, there's there's an extensive history. Um, so how long did you guys, I know you guys play a lot together. I've seen the videos, yeah. I, I've, I've done my homework, you know, you've been in a lot of locations. Um, but how long have you been playing? Pretty, re pretty recent, right? You guys only it's hooked it's, up it's like we've met and then we met again, actually. Yeah. We met a few years ago, if, if I remember correctly, about maybe three or four years ago. Uh, and then... Uh, Mark runs, he's the host, uh, the MC of probably the premier open mic in Rhode Island uh, at the hotel in East Greenwich at the Updike Room. And oh, yes, yes. He, he's the consummate host for an open mic. 
he makes everyone look good. My my gag on stage is always that he's here to make me look good. He makes me look human. <laughs> uh, his skills on guitar and his ability to adapt to things. That's fantastic. Great compliment. So now I just watched uh, a couple of videos from the Uptight Room with you guys just recently. Yeah. So I mean, you guys, you guys have to enjoy being in front of the crowd. And For playing. sure. Because I mean, that's I mean, that's like it's infused in your blood. I mean, I, I only know him in front of a, a crowd. Actually, <laughs> I, it's a terrible joke. I say it all the time, but but. Uh, this is the second occasion we've had to sit next to each other outside of a music environment, and it's going to be a music environment in a little while. Nice, so I'm honored that it could be here <laughs> yeah. today. This yeah, no, and I'll tell it's you, we're, we're at, still on Main in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, downtown, and we were talking about this earlier, the, the ambiance and the, and the just the sound that echoes through this building. This is a great location for this. Oh my God, yeah. it sounds amazing. And we're on the great road, company though, on the wall. You yeah. go upstairs and there's like this little area where you can see down from the, with the railing and it just sounds amazing up there. It just sounds absolutely amazing. And I feel, I feel like I got like chills when I was up there just making sure everything sounded okay. And it was just like, it was just perfect. So, hey, we're going to be here for, for about an hour. From now. So if you're in Pawtucket, it's not very difficult to find us. So just come down to still on Main, on Main Street, and you'll be able to find us and listen in. And, and then you can basically join in on the fun. So, um, I, so I want to add uh, the information I, when we, we started on. He does an open mic on Tuesday nights, yep. uh, and it, it starts uh, – the sign up is about seven o'clock and the music gets off the ground by about 7.30 or so. And it runs until uh, the popping stops. And uh, it's a great, uh, it's a plethora of talent of every size and shape, uh, every form of music. We've got piano experts. We've got, right? You've got a whole cast of characters. So, so Mark, you, besides doing the stand up. I do stand uh, up. You have to stand up. The, um, the <laughs> open mic at Updike. Uh, there's a lot of things that are rhyming here. It's, it's very difficult for a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also in the band The Hit. Sure. And now, do you guys play, you know, in the area a lot? Or is it, you know, just like every so often when you have, you know, time aside from doing the open mic stuff? We're out there monthly, once or twice a month generally. You know, we're not really banging on doors and uh, knocking on windows. Just, we just kind of get out a couple here and there. Yeah, so it's pretty it's, steady. It's a, it, it's like I said before. It's like kind of infused in your blood, and yet, and just because I know from playing sports, I play hockey, and there's no feeling I got that was like playing hockey. I'm, I'm assuming. And I should never do that. I should never assume um, that you get that feeling when you're playing. It's like it's just like you're on another planet kind of thing. Yeah, it's a zone. Yeah, it's certainly a zone. So, so the style of music that you play with the band, sure. You know what? What's the the top? You know, genre as you go along with the hitman. I, I'd probably describe more as stuff I grew up with, from the classic rock, you know, Skinner, Doris, Creedence. Um, we do, you know, touch into the 80s a little bit, uh, maybe a few newer ones, but uh, pretty much what we grew up with. And then when we do yeah. the, that's with the with the band, it's a little heavier, a little more, you know, for the for the bars and the clubs, right. uh, get people dancing and whatnot. But then, uh, you know, we're always working on it. It's a fun. Just um, covers, you know, I'm not pushing out originals. I'm not, right. trying to, not trying to send a message, just go out places. It's just to have fun. You know, it's, uh, my goal as a, you know, when I was a kid, I said, I just want to have a decent barbie and go out and have some fun and play some music. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I was aiming for the stars. It's just what yeah. I, I've done teaching in between and, you know, for years and 
open mics and acoustic acts and back people up. And I think I, I assumed the role of like a support player along the way. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not, not trying to, you know. Just like playing. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I totally get Keeping it. modest. Uh, like yeah. Being modest. You know, I, the modest. That's what people like about it. Exactly. Well, exactly. That's what I like doing, right? I was a kid watching Jim Croce on TV like everybody else. And you know, the guy sitting oblique from him on a stool. And I remember he was playing all this really cool stuff on the guitar. And I know his name. It's in the back of my head somewhere. And he, yes, he was on the plane with him. Um, but I was like, I want to be him. Yeah. And, uh, like, like, like Jim Croce, you know, that guy played all that cool stuff behind him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the you guy know. with the name isn't the one that you admire. Well, no, I love Jim <laughs> Everyone loves Jim Croce, but the, the guy played yeah. all, all the... Uh, right. Now, now, that's now. what the people know well, that's what and I, they hear. That's what I was doing. He's the perpetual glue right. that holds all pieces together. I don't know if he understands that. <laughs> and it's true because it comes natural to him. And when things are very natural, sometimes people can't see them in proportion of perspective. You know, but you could probably put him with almost any kind of music and he'll adapt to it and he'll yeah. do it intuitively, which that's the, the rarity I find, at least, that yeah. I'm impressed with. That uh, I can change gears and he'll find where, where it comes together. So, so now, Papa Angel, I have to say, you since you've been here today, we've had extensive lessons on all kinds of things from lighting to how to bargain to get a haircut cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I do have well, to say, it was pretty amazing, <laughs> like the things that you started talking about and everything in general. It's it's like the simple things, the simple things. Yeah. And See, I'm a street kid, basically. Yeah. I'm a street kid. I'm world traveled. I've got a lot of education, but all of my instincts about dealing with people come from my street experiences as a kid. Right. Uh, because I, I basically, like a lot of people my age, I basically raised myself, um, selected my own friends, did the things I wanted to do, went where I wanted to go do almost no confinements right. uh, to what I was going to do. And when you do that, you start to learn how to deal with people, how to look them in the eyes when you talk to them, yep. how to make yourself understood, uh, not to presume, like you said, or assume, yeah. uh, and try to learn what people are up to, what they're about. And I, I like to think that everybody has a good story. Everybody. Uh, some of us know how to write it with big words. Well, some people, maybe they're subtle messages, but yeah. the message is still gigantic to that person. Absolutely. And when you deal with people um, in communication or in uh, public life of any kind, uh, teaching or entertainment, you have to remember that every individual has their own story. Yeah. And you might be doing a song. Mark does this wonderful thing when he wins uh, the open mic. He'll get up and he'll do uh, a few pieces alone, solo, because he seldom draws, I'm, I'm saying this because somebody should say, it, he seldom draws attention to himself. Right. And that's the only time where he'll give himself a few moments that he's alone on the mic and he'll, and he'll usually take some pieces that no one's expecting to hear. They'll be for musicals or pieces that are great, solid pieces of music that you always want to hear. And you'll say, wow, I can't remember the last time I heard that. Right. And he's got his own spin on it and whatnot. So he writes that story and he sets the pace for everything that's going to follow. Right. Uh, so it makes him the consummate uh, MC in that respect. Um, I like to think that the most important thing we do in life is try to figure out some way to make it better before we leave. Right. Maybe the only thing we're and this is you know, this is this was the thing with Steve when he came and talked to me about all this. It was an easy decision for me. You know, the cause, the whole thing. It was it was nice easy to, to to I'm in before like he even really got to finish. Yeah. You know, and it was like we could help so many people 
even if we help one. It's all that matters. If we help one, that's well said. all that matters. Well said. You know, because you can't you can't go into it thinking you can help everyone. But you can help someone. And that's why we're doing this. And you know, and and what better way to do it than with music? And that that to me was just like it was just a no-brainer for me. And after last week coming into this, it's like, you know, I can prepare and I can prepare and I can prepare. There's nothing that can prepare for, you know, what the meaning of it all is. So I did less notes today and I just wanted to let it fly and, you know, learn about the artists themselves. And, you know, just by talking to you, it's, it's pretty amazing that, you know, you, you're ready to give other people credit other than yourselves. And, and that is, that's a part of just being a human. And you're so right about, even if you could help really just one person, we obviously uh, go well above you on that and we will continue to so, but even if you help one person, and it's really all about the individual. And that's right. what's great about the one of 52 concept is you're one of 52 others all working toward the same direction, all with a common cause. And um, it's a very, very powerful thing. So he mentioned Jim Croce. He mentioned Jim Croce, right? So I want to know, um, is there an influence from when you were younger on somebody that got you into basically performing and music i'm i'm kind of enigmatic in so much as that i never had heroes i could say my father was my hero uh his work ethic uh, worked very hard and worked all the time he was always fixing things he always knew how to make things better no matter what they were a piece of wood a piece of stone the yard the tree no matter what. so and his kind of connection to hold around him how we reflect things um so that's probably where I got the impetus to be an artist, the way he looked at things. Yeah. Uh, and I think that people's observations in life control almost everything they do. They may not realize that, but the observations they make from the time they are babies, you know, what they watch, what they experience, what they hear. Uh, so I never had, for example, I never had a sports hero. I never had an art hero. I never had a music hero. There's lots of types of things I like. Um, I always loved jazz, but I don't play any jazz. Yeah. Uh, the two, the two most important albums I owned. I bought one when I was driving around. I was 16 years old, driving my 58 automobile late at night, trying to find music on the AM stations. Right, there were no FM stations then. On an AM radio, and I would get occasionally if I was lucky, I could get. Uh, one of the New York stations on a cross wave or something. And I hear the short version. I hear Herbie Mann live at the Village Gate. I went out the next day and I bought the album. I didn't own a record player. So I would go to people's house with my record. And it only had three songs on it. And it just impressed me in every way. Delightful. Yeah. I still have it. And I still offer it to people if they buy a stereo or something. I'll say, listen to this. The second album was uh, uh, Antonio Bovine, uh, uh, Girl from Ipanema. Uh, again, which had very few songs on it. That's Brazilian jazz. Uh, uh, Astrid Gilberto, Stan Getz, Astrid Gilberto. Yeah. That was my second album. So I still have those two albums. And I would say to people, if they bought a new turntable, listen to these. They're the best things that I can know. Now, if you came to my house and you looked at my music, you'd probably be confused because you might see a piece of Pavarotti in there. You might see uh, a Johnny Cash in there. Uh, you know, there are people that have affected me. Right. Not a lot of records, maybe 40, 50 records. That's not a big collection by any standard. I have a lot of CDs. I like wasted money on CDs, but vinyl is where it's at. When Angelo refers to himself as an artist, uh, it's almost an understatement. And I've described him as a Renaissance man, 
He's not only a great musician, singer, songwriter, but he also uh, delves in, in many, many media. A uh, great painter and a sculptor known almost internationally, I believe, for your photography. And um, I've been very fortunate. Yeah. I've been very fortunate and very prolific. So as you're learning about Angelo and Mark and the show today, visit all the websites, visit the Facebook pages, and delve deep. Go in and uh, look for uh, Mark, uh, Mark and, and Angelo's work. But I'm jumping at the bit here. You guys want to perform a song for us? Absolutely. Thank you. Because Mark is with me. <laughs> <laughs> My joke. It makes you look human, right? It makes me look say? human. <laughs> what are you going to perform? I walk the streets alone. In your hometown, 
any town at all. and Steve are joined by Papa Angelo. And of course, of course, and I'm going to mess it up again because no, it's, 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 it's Mark Mark Rush. It's too many Marks. But he's better than two of them. Better than two of them. So, and I'm struggling with his name because of the two marks. Hey, I'm lucky that we're not using my name. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that's why I've I've kept it. I'll I'll, I'll say that just for the sake of fun. My real name is Angelo Marinacci Jr. So I I had thought, I said, maybe he and I, when we play, should go with Marinacci Mockrush. And I said, I don't know if people could get that. (laughs) I'm struggling with just the name. And, and my last name is no is no joke either. I know um, I'm going to have to kind of give you a, a lesson in this one. It's funny because it, it's pronounced and said so many ways. Now, my family would say Maceo. 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 And it gets pronounced Maceo. Right. And, and so many people, I think um, you introduced me last night as Maceo. Maceo. Yeah. But it's all close enough. <laughs> and it is pronounced that way in many different countries and many different languages. It has a Portuguese and French lineage, but we call it Maceo. You know what the sad part is? That I do a sports show and I get all these hockey players names right. <laughs> you get the French and they're not even they're <laughs> not even close to being, you know, as easy as, you know, Mark Rush and and my <laughs> In all fairness, I, I've always I've always had theory that all French names have at least three pronunciations. It's True. the one that you, you think it, it you think it is, you know, and, and it's the one that you, you attempt to do with the French, you know, spin on it, and then it's the one <laughs> that it really is. is. So yeah, so it's true. All the you know you get the asylum. Those French, they have a different word for everything. Ah, old joke. So you can almost (laughs) not go wrong because you're bound to hit on one of them, one of the accepted pronunciations. Yeah, you know, you know, if I say Mark Rush enough, then I'll 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 get it right at least once this year. This part, at least once. But tune in. But we go on um, to learn a little more about. Um, guys, and, and I love my questions because you know some of them are going to be quite amusing to to people. Um, but I have to say, I need to know when you guys were young, what was your favorite concert or 
performance that you went to see live, you know, and, and what was the your favorite? How, how you young. were young, right? Like say under 18. Oh. This is a tough one. Yeah, some of the predates. I I mean I'm I'm of the age. I can remember going to the Newport Jazz Festival in '64 on my scooter with with uh, Norman Marzano hanging onto the back. He was in a group called the Bidels. Do you remember the Bidels? Sounds familiar. Okay, and then then there were the Tradewinds. So I recognize those names. And now imagine this. I can tell you 50 people I talked to that day or that night because it was nighttime. I can't remember who was performing. Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah, that's. And that's I bet something. if we checked to see 64 was probably a big year because it still it was before they engineered it into an industry. Right. It was still a wide open town, there were musicians everywhere, all kinds of international people and whatnot. Right. It was like the ideal place for a street urchin like me. Cause I was a good streeter. So is the is the best, you know, live performance, but you only remember the people that you were talking yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's funny when you said that. that well, what I, I remember being at P.O.'s Lodge. That predates everybody here, I'm sure. And, jeez, uh, because I'm I was never, never really that like you know how like people say they're like they, they follow every Grateful Dead. Yeah. Concept. I wouldn't mention that in public. <laughs> I, myself, I, it's like, I wouldn't say that, oh, I went to every single exhibit of Pablo Picasso. I yes. could seek psychiatric help. <laughs> in other words, my life is so empty, I can only fill it with somebody else's crap. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a few people. Bonnie Raitt, I caught her at the Wilbur in 72. We had a drive in a common gear. The girl I was with, she was so nice. Common gear filled with water on the way up there with a horrible horrible storm and she did a great concert so i'll i'll mention that that's the best i can do she was great scores amongst my early memories of yeah, uh, she's going to see live music like impeccable she was impeccable in every, every respect that's funny she just got a grammy people, yeah people were like unknown blues artists did yeah, you see that grammy. comment too oh, oh, hilarious oh, unknown I said, <laughs> man what do you have to do I'm on no. You know what I mean? I'm like a musical nobody. Not after today. You're going viral. There you go. There you go. What hey, he makes me look human. <laughs> who is she unknown to? That's a, that was the weird thing. Yeah, that's right? like yeah, I, that's I, I, I walk into the uh, to the drugstore that used to be Brooks, who used to be Rite Aid, that used to be Adams, and I said, "Wasn't well, the door used to open this way?" And the and the little girl behind the counter says, "It's always been this way." <laughs> It was very amusing because, you know, always to her is probably, you know, we used to pass six months to a year. Yeah, right. You know, she's not thinking, you know, in some perspective, I mean, he's got way more interest in the stories. I mean, he's roaming around in Greenwich Village with all these great people coming up. And I was, um, you know. I want to take you to the village. I told you. That. Yeah, I'm we're gonna ready. go. We're gonna go jam. I want to drag I'm, him to. I'm about fifty years late, but I'll go. No, never late. All never right. late, man. No such thing as late. Okay. <laughs> could, you, could you go to the village today and can you do busking there? Can you just go out on the street? And you fight? could. You could. What I like to do uh, on a Sunday, I like to go down to, to to Washington Square Park and do jams there. Sometime if I announce them, other players will show up. We did one where people from Rhode Island. Uh, join me we went down what about 30 35 people joined us there to jam then the the guy who ran the music site at that time which was vandalism they just closed down after 10 years uh he called me from california and said you want to do that again but with a little bit more oomph and i nice. said well what do you have in mind well to make a long story short we ended up with 450 musicians huh? meeting in washington square park I, I, I love that you know, I, I, work, crazy. I, I, now, I, I work for the Blackstone Valley Tourism Council now. And uh, I know there's already a certain degree of busking, like the East Greenwich Chamber does a great yeah. job of doing some of their events along the street. But uh, there's been a lot of talk about, about us helping to proliferate it. We want to see more people playing in more places. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, has such a Europe, plethora of, of talent. Europe, you can, you can go, Venice, God, you can go to any little alley. There's, there's a guy with a puppet show. There's someone else doing juggling. There's musicians 
forming and circled. It's an integral part of the society. It's not like an isolated places only in bars, right. only in it's everywhere. You go into little crummy restaurants, there's drawings by well-known artists that have been there for 40 years. Yes, in and Venice, I'd like to see a juggler on a gondola. That would be pretty oh, that, that would, would be, be hard to find. <laughs> it would be not be hard good. to find. I promise you, if you go there during Carnivale uh, or the Biennale, it's amazing it turns up in Venice. See? Things that you'd say, I never thought I'd ever see that in a million years. There you go. So, so uh, it's a great, it's like the first vacation land. Like Newport is in America. A lot of people don't know that. Newport is the first vacation land of America. Well, Venice was the first vacation land of the world. Wow. The first place people went specifically to be decadent. Yeah. That's what they went there for, to get decadent. And that's what Newport was, the same thing. Cool. Yeah. And our mutual friend, uh, Chakula, is very big on just whipping his guitar out and playing wherever oh, and playing anywhere, for everybody. Everywhere. And he's been one of my, um, oh, he's a great with guy. you. He's a great guy. He, we've been on a similar path for over 30 years. And sure. When we first met, we converged our paths. He's going to be our hope. He's going to be our guest next week. Oh, oh he is. Yeah, we're going, to, we're going to do him remotely, and uh, hopefully it'll all work. Because uh, uh, Chakula, uh, love you dearly, Chuck, but uh, not the most uh, technically uh, oriented person. <laughs> Either am I. And I'm <laughs> no, no, he's so, uh, he always has an aversion to. So it. We're going to get him up. We're going to get him up and running, probably on his on his iPhone and from Florida. But it's a beautiful thing, and. You know me, if we get more people busking in more places in Rhode Island, we'll always be yeah. encouraging people to be bringing food. And, you know, that's that's where we're at. We're trying to totally connect, uh, keep the connection of music and the cause of ending. Now, you know, together. here's a suggestion, if, if I may. Uh, there's this, it hit me during the summer. Somebody said, oh, this is international music on your porch. Yes. Something. Yeah, and so was, I said, "Oh, I think right in your neighborhood in Bristol, they do such yeah. a great job." Yeah, that. so I did it. I, I, I had that. Chuck was one of the people, and he showed up with his forty-foot bus. Yep, yep literally yep. that he lived in. Yeah, uh, and let's let's make that more of a thing. That let's, might let's be a bring, thing that you could that automatically plug yeah, the fifty-two that, right into. Encourage it across the state. You're hearing it today, right? folks. We're going to yeah. that statewide. Yeah, that yeah, might we're be. We're breaking news on the. Uh, uh, that might be a great thing to do because people are getting together. I had, I think I had at least ten or twelve players that day. I only invited what I call my A list that day, uh -huh. the people that I knew could do a jam for a few hours. Could we jam? Uh, you know, some people leave at midnight. It's supposed to be a couple of hours long. You can't pull them off the porch after a while. You know? <laughs> they end up in the backyard. They follow you into the house. They're still playing. It's not so a bad thing. It's no, not a beautiful thing. Yeah. Or like, how do people find this show? Um, that's what I was going to get into in just a second. Cool. Um, before we have you guys play another song. All right. Um, we're going to take care of where we're at. You know, the whole bit. Um, first of all, again, we are here at Still on Main, downtown Pawtucket, Rhode Island, um, doing live live. Um, you can find music causation on. YouTube at Rhode Island Broadcasting. You can find it on Facebook at Rhode Island Broadcasting. We are on Twitter at Broadcasting RI and of course live on Twitch at RI underscore Broadcasting. You can see all the videos of all the shows that we will that we are doing, will be doing, and at least until the next year. We're gonna do this. 52 times, maybe maybe give a take a week off for like holidays or something like that, just Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever it is. But we're going to be going at this all year long to do music causation for one of 52 Hunger Network and the Rhode Island Community Food Bank and other, you know, sources of, of donating to causes such as hunger and poverty, like Steve said. Um, but please share the videos, comment, that all helps. It gets everything out there. And uh, please donate, you know, donate to the cause and, and get in on it. It all goes to, you know, the the food banks and, and hunger network. It all goes to that good cause. 
So let's listen to to Mark. Mama. <laughs> I'm having a tough time with his name. Book yourself. That's what happened. Yes. Book yourself. Martin Mark Ross and Papa Angelo once again. Uh, my apologies, Mark. I, I really, I am messing up your name. He's having fun with it. <laughs> the, the table bangs are going to be going out my way. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, look, 
I mean, I mean, there's still so many questions that I want to ask. I mean, we are, we're getting close to that, that time. Um, but I want to know, um, if you weren't a musician, what would you, if you weren't a musician, what would you want to do? Isn't that, isn't that an interesting response, right? (laughs) They don't know because like they would never have even thought of that. (laughs) Music is part of them. I think music is part of a much bigger apparatus apparatus than we are. That it, the universe vibrates, everything vibrates. They know that now. Molecules and the atoms of everything vibrate. So what we're doing when we make music, I believe, is on some astro-spiritual level, we're plugging into a real source of existence. And those of us who get to do it or listen to it or whatever, uh, know that it's too essential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I do have to say, I, I've been, you know, taking various jobs over the years, and you know, I was younger, I was doing some landscaping, moving dirt or something, and all of a sudden, and I'm like, every good time I'm getting, I, I kind of enjoy where I'm at. So, I'd be doing some construction work with my brother, doing a roof, maybe building a room or a porch somewhere, and I just enjoy it. So, I I think as long as you're enjoying what you're doing and which isn't that difficult. Even, you know, I take a day job. I work and build some boilers and stuff. And I'm not miserable. It's, it's, uh, it's all, no, you should know, enjoy whatever you do. Yeah, so I agree with that. You just have and, then, and then you have the music aspect on top of that. Well, I've always had it in, in addition, so it's hard to say, with you know, because it's not in love. Right? I always thought it was a good balance of playing music in at one, at one point for about a dozen years or so, I was just playing constantly, teaching and playing and running open mics and performing at any, you know, anywhere and everything, the state facilities, to, right. and just constantly playing. But in it, it wasn't a bad thing, but it does become work. And you're, and you're running and running, and when you're done, you're, you know, kind of like right next to the people in the, in the food bank line, except maybe on the other side. So, um, you know, the music, music art certainly is a, it, you know, it looks like fun. So it, it is fun. <laughs> I, and I get to put this guy, and it's cool. There you go. And um, I'm running the open mic. I just wanted to add this step. I'm running the open mic, and he comes in, and, and I'm working, and I'm listening. I'm running sound. He's like, you got this? I'm like, yeah, but I'm running sound at the same time. And I'm doing things, and, and, and I'm kind of catching the keys in, and I'm playing, and I'm seeing who's next and doing this. And it wasn't until we... He says, oh, we're going to do a show where we did at the Warren House of Pizza, also on Main Street, but down in Warren, with uh, Mauricio, right? Mauricio. Uh, Mauricio, he's running sound for us, and I'm thinking pizza joint. I'm like, oh, great. There's going to be kids running around eating pizza <laughs> like we're in Papatino. But no, he shuts it down, and it's like a music venue. It's beautiful. It's a stage. There's lights, and the guy's got the Mauricio's over there with this beautiful sound system, and he's got the... The monitors, he's catering to us. Oh, really, first rate. Yeah, was yeah. a beautiful thing. And I'm listening to Angelo's songs for the. I'm playing, of course, but the sound is so perfect. I'm listening to his songs like for the first time because I'm not working on, I'm playing, but I didn't consider that work. And I'm listening to the songs. It was such a good time. I said, I feel like I'm listening to a, uh, I guess you call it a CD these days, or maybe something new, or I don't know. But I feel like I'm listening to a recording. Only I'm on it. So I'm playing along while he's playing, and I'm like, that's a really nice song. And I'm like, I quiet down, I'm listening to him, which is what you're supposed to do, um, for my opinion. But, um, and I get to listen to the storyline, and he also does the, the preamble. Like, if you had the old songs where they used to be like Blue Moon and stuff, yeah. or any of those old jazz songs, they had a whole page of a song that never made the radio because it was just a, it's a setup. It talks about the song and kind of puts you in the place. And he's talking about, you know, he's got the history like crazy, you know, and, and uh, I was being born, he was in Vietnam, he was doing all these, you know, interesting things, let's say the least, um, you know, but being down and living life and, you know, I was watching Major Mud probably, you know, like that. <laughs> but so I'm listening to the setup of the song that I was just uh, blown away by it. Like, 
they, no, I just I just don't move. I'm like I'm like he's very loud. I don't know. <laughs> but we actually played and listened to the songs. I just wanted to say that that was a. a I'm guessing you took me by surprise. That right? was a wonderful. Because I know when I first heard Popper, I was taken no. by surprise. I'm going to be doing very, that again. Very pleasantly surprised. So I look forward to the uh, shows at Warren House of Pizza and whatever else we uh, embark on. So. Yeah, I, I don't. I yeah. mean, I I've been playing all my life, and I play with a lot of people, and some of them. Are, foster period musicians that I'll ever be and I've been you know joyfully flattered by that company and I mean that but for some strange reason it maybe it's not that strange but for me it is uh he and I have a unique connection from, from my standpoint because and I say this joyfully on stage over time it might sound weird that I say it I admit to it we've never practiced anything uh these are the most times we get to converse. We've only had a couple of conversations. And we've been hanging now for about eight months, I think, maybe longer than that. One of the fellows at the show comes up and he goes, I said, how do you know Angel? He goes, oh, we, I was in one of his classes. And I'm like, oh, what's he teach? <laughs> and, uh, so we just play music. You know, we don't really get into the- uh, We don't hang out together. We don't like have a social life together. We make music. It's just kind of and, and it's good. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, not like I don't want to know him or I don't want to hang out with him, but uh, he's in Warwick and I'm in Warren. In Rhode Island, that's like being in Texas and New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, you're going to go across the bridge? Well, I have to take a lunch. Right. You know, call ahead, see if the dogs are waiting. And they closed that rest area at 195. Oh, that's it, man. It's like when close, how can you make it? I can't even get the map. I, I know you go by choppies, something or other, and buy a couple sipping dips, and I'm there. <laughs> so great having you guys here today. I'm learning so much more about the both of you. Even though I've known you, Angelo, for many, many years, it's always a pleasure to learn more about yeah, you. Yeah, so you, you, you and I actually not, in fact, that we've known each other 30 years, we've not had a lot of conversations. So it's um, also uh, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm having a blast. This is just incredible. And, you know, I'll say that this will sound presumptuous, but feel free to ask us back on again. Oh, you're more than welcome. More than welcome. We have loads of music and lots of good content. This way, you and I can get to know each other. Yeah, right. You know, maybe we can get some sort of an event going here with all the artists. Yeah, you know, that'd be great. That's a good location. We can put out a stage and everything. Great. Yeah, part so, of the premise of the 152 Hunger yeah. Network is uh, I try to actually right? stay, away from, with this stay open. away from staging events. I've staged a lot of events in my lifetime, some with great success, others not so much. But I basically, the concept of the 152 is all about what everybody else does. Instead, we try to tap into existing gigs. But I, I do feel a gig are coming. I think we should uh, plan on having some kind of an event in the near future. We can definitely do one here. Try not to have it outdoors. What's the official name of that one of fifty-two? Is there a, is there a, is that the That's yeah it. one of fifty-two hung one of fifty-two one of fifty-two one of fifty-two? You know, you, you each representing fifty-two weeks of the year. We're okay. asking you to take action in one week of the year. Of course, many people like Chakula. They're doing it out. They're out there doing it every Once you week. get involved, it's hard not to. Uh, yeah, yeah, to that's so true. But, but as true. long all we look for and all we ask is literally a minimum one of fifty-two one of uh, action in one week of the year. It's amazing how many folks you describe it to and they say, yeah, you know, that's a little too much commitment for me. And I, God bless them, you know, yeah, because it really kind of separates the wheat from the chafe and those that are really into it are really into it. And those that are not, that's all well and good because I know in my heart, there are plenty that are, are into it. Yeah. And like I say, we already have more than 52 weeks in the year uh, assigned in Rhode Island. We'll stop breaking that out. Of something something that he said earlier, uh, I'd like to build upon it because uh, time is the most valuable thing. You yes, can definitely. Money you can make, time you can't make. So when people dedicate time, they may not realize how valuable that exactly. is. Exactly. So true. Volunteerism. And everybody approves and appreciates volunteerism. And it doesn't, you don't have to give your whole life, your whole weekend. If you, give something. Find a way, uh, something you do or something about you that you can contribute back to the community yes. in some way. And let me make this point, Mark. I mentioned earlier yes, that he, he donates um, at the local uh, food pantries. Yeah. Uh, helps out there. Helping hand. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, which is exactly, exactly um, one of 
one of our 152 members. But that's part of the beauty of this campaign, too, because we're organizing on two levels. First, we're asking people to participate and giving people maybe a plan that didn't have a plan or were looking for a plan or never knew what to do, never felt comfortable. So we're now creating that plan and making a scenario and an infrastructure where people can get on board. But on the flip side, if you're already taking at least one action annually to help end hunger, you can basically just add your actions into the network and help us to create greater strength in numbers. So on one hand, we're bringing people in that may not have known what to do. And on the flip side, bringing these people together who are already taking action and creating that greater strength in numbers. So you can see where we're going with this. It's all about creating a massive amount of action, you know, time, talent, treasure, so that, you know, look, hunger is eminently endable in America. It shouldn't even exist in America. As we talked about a little bit last week, you know, for, for God almighty, we waste 40% of the food in this country. If we were only to get that aspect of it under control, we'd be well on our way to food security in this country. So what we're doing and what we're doing as artists and musicians, people from all walks of life using their talent, we're bringing a tremendous amount of attention to the solutions of ending hunger. And I've said it many times, or keep saying it, the solutions are all out there. We just don't all have them in a row yet. So this is part of the solution of putting them in a row. And thank you guys so much for being here and making, being part of that solution. Happy to be here. So before we head out, we're gonna to have to do one more song. Cool. And um, and then we'll come back from that and then we'll end the show. And you know, hopefully everybody out there that has watched live, and there's been some people watching live, um, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, but once again, Mark Mark Rush. He's getting it. Mark yeah. Mark Rush. I like it. And and Papa Angelo. And I almost forgot Papa that time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, playing another song. Let's let's cool. do this. So we somewhere his dad's rolling his eyes and who let him on the radio. You're off to a great start. You're off to a great start. You got a good cause, you got good energy. Great music. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, You can search on my name, Steve Maciel. You can search on 152 Hunger Network. 
We're all over Facebook. We're all over the internet. And um, just look for us and find us, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Uh, nowadays, with uh, Google search, you can find anybody anywhere, anytime. Oh, yeah, you can definitely find us. We're out there. Um, again, find us every episode on YouTube at Rhode Island Broadcasting. Share us. Facebook at Rhode Island Broadcasting. Very easy to find. Very easy to find. Very easy. Yep. Very easy. Um, we have over 10,000 followers. So, wow. I mean, cool. that says a lot. Yeah, very um, good. So we just want everybody to start watching, you know. Um, you can also find us on Twitch at RI underscore broadcasting. And, of course, Twitter at broadcasting RI. Please share the episodes. I mean, it, it's fantastic. It's for a great cause. So there's really no it's, – it's simple as just clicking one little button. I want to put in a plug if I can. Absolutely. If you want to catch me and him. Yes, please. I meant to ask <laughs> you You can that. catch it usually on Tuesday nights at the Updike Room at the Greenwich Hotel in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And again, I'm Papa Angelo, Angelo Marinacci Jr. And this is the guy that makes me look human. <laughs> and that's the truth. Mark Mockrush on guitar. Superb. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to thank everybody that has watched us live and that will be watching the episode in the near future. Uh, just thank you. Thank you for being here. And hopefully we see you all next week live at 12 p.m. Monday night or Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon. afternoon, not night. Technically it is. but So we'll see you next time. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mark and Papa. That's a wrap. There we go. We'll see you next time. Thank you all.